Welcome to this week's episode of the Jewish Diaspora Report. On this week's episode, we call out Israel and Israelis and wonder if the supporters of the Palestinian Arabs could ever do the same. Let's get started. On our previous podcast, we discussed the issue of the so-called settlements in Judea and Samaria, or the West Bank. We had pointed out a number of misconceptions and misunderstandings about the situation on the ground and the history that led to it. Unfortunately, since our last podcast, there have been a number of incidents that have put the area in the news once again this past week. If you have not heard our last podcasts, especially What is a Settlement Anyway?, please check it out for more background information. In the last few weeks, we've seen an escalation of violence happening within the West Bank area. If you've listened to many of our previous podcasts, you would know that many, if not all, of the issues that are occurring in the West Bank today have been caused by the growing tensions in the civil war between the Palestinian Authority, formerly the terrorist organization Fatah, and their adversaries, the terrorist organizations Hamas and Palestinian Islamic Jihad. The more and more corrupt the Palestinian Authority becomes, and the less and less they do for their own people within their jurisdiction, the more that their people are turning against them. Rather than turning to the one group who's done the most for Palestinian Arab freedom and rights, the State of Israel, they are turning to the more corrupt and genocidal groups within the region. In our previous podcast, Israel Has Freed Palestine, we talked about all of the amazing things that the State of Israel has offered Palestinian Arabs who have accepted Israeli citizenship since 1948. The Palestinian Arabs within the West Bank have become more and more disillusioned with their leadership, who have not improved their lives substantially, and instead they have turned to the opposite of their best interests, terrorist organizations like Palestinian Islamic Jihad and Hamas. Palestinian Islamic Jihad, or PIJ, and Hamas are Iranian proxy terror organizations that have gained a foothold in the West Bank over the last number of years. At this point, the Palestinian Authority has lost complete control over whole areas of their territory to the radical terror groups. The Palestinian Authority, or PA, has officially said that it will not hold up its responsibility for anti-Israel counter-terror work in their region, because they either do not have the power to overcome the growing Hamas PIJ groups, or they do not want to be seen as collaborating with Israel in order to take out Palestinian terrorists, even if it's in the interest of their innocent Palestinian people. The area of Jenin within the Palestinian Authority territory has become a place where Hamas and Islamic Jihad sympathizers have officially taken over to promote their terror against Israel and Israelis in the region. Israel has been forced to go into Area A, PA territory, to put their soldiers at risk to try and fight the growing terror. The growing missions in Jenin by the Israelis and not the Palestinian Authority has led to an increase in Palestinian terror against Israelis as some form of retribution. Most recently, a gas station in the West Bank town of Eli was attacked. According to the Jerusalem Post, two Palestinian Arab terrorists entered a restaurant next to the gas station and shot several people there before going to the gas station and shooting another person. At that point, an armed civilian shot and killed one of them while the other fled. Four Israelis were murdered and four were wounded in the attack. The Shin Bet, IDF, and border police tracked the second murderer as he tried to escape and eventually found his car abandoned. When he was finally located, they attempted to arrest him, but he resisted and was killed. In response to this attack and the growing frustration amongst Israelis about the lack of protection and action by their government, caused many Israeli people living within Judea and Samaria to release their frustration on a nearby Arab village. The Jerusalem Post describes the event like this. 
Israelis and hilltop youth set fire to cars, wheat fields, and homes belonging to Palestinians in the West Bank town of Termis Aya. The IDF confirmed what is suspected to be an organized, quote, price tag attack following the funeral of one of the victims of the LE terrorist attack. Some 30 homes and over 60 vehicles had been destroyed as part of the attack. According to a report by Army Radio, citing defense officials, some 200 Israelis entered the West Bank town in an organized attempt to torch it in response to the deadly Eli attack. Twelve Palestinians were injured, the local mayor was cited by foreign media saying. The Palestinian Health Ministry also reported that three are suffering from gunshot wounds, independently arriving in the Ramallah Medical Center for treatment, with one who was killed by his wounds. These are the two incidents that we're going to look to in this week's podcast. We've discussed in the past that Jewish people and Israelis in particular should be better than this. I sadly understand the frustration that the Israelis are feeling when their government seems to be doing very little to stop the murder of its own people. Out of this frustration, the Israeli civilians took it upon themselves to do what they call a, quote, price tag attack. In other words, they consider this to be collective punishment for all Palestinian Arabs for the acts of terrorists. As much as I can understand this frustration and not seeing any action being done to protect Israeli civilians from attack, but this is 100% wrong. I am sure this will come as a surprise to some of those people who follow our podcast on social media, especially those who like to comment on our posts that our podcast is part of some sort of right-wing group promoting a right-wing message of expulsion of the Palestinian Arabs. These people could not be more wrong. I will openly and forcefully call out the Israeli civilians and the government for doing things that are wrong. The question is, can they do the same? While we are here calling out terrorism of Israeli people attacking random civilians, destroying their property, and harming innocent people, we do not hear anything from the other side, the so-called pro-Palestinian side, calling out any actions done by lone gunmen or organized terror groups. Why is it so difficult for people who support Palestinian Arabs to speak out against the radical leadership, radical terror groups, and lone gunmen or bombers who attack civilian targets? Why is there always justification for their terrorism? Unlike those on the other side, we can openly call out those who terrorize innocent people, even if they are Israelis. There is no justification or moral equivalence here. Those people who commit crimes like destroying property and or harming innocent civilians should be held criminally responsible for their actions, no matter what the justification is. There's no valid justification for these actions. And if we continue to act this way, Israel will lose their moral authority in the fight against people who are willing to hurt innocent civilians for the actions of others. One of the biggest reasons why the Jewish people of the diaspora can support Israel so proudly is because of the moral authority that we have, knowing that we have and will continue to do the right thing to protect civilian life, our own civilians, and the ones that the Palestinian Authority refuse to protect. We are happy to hear that the Israeli government has been investigating these terrible acts of violence in order to hold those people accountable. This is much more than we can say for the Palestinian Authority and their supporters. How is it possible that people can repeatedly attack civilians, murder innocent people, without even the smallest or superficial condemnation? Not only have we not seen the condemnation of the terrorist activities by Palestinian Authority and their supporters, we have not seen any support for the IDF in their mission to go into the Janine refugee camp to rid the area of terrorists. Within the last few days, the IDF has started a mission for the first time in 20 years using drones, planes, and soldiers to go into Area A, for a full-on campaign to rid the region of growing terrorists. Of course, the anti-Israel activists cry out that Israel's involvement in the region is a form of occupation. However, they are clearly leaving out the fact that the many Palestinian Arabs living within this refugee camp 
do not want the terrorists in their buildings and neighborhoods. Israel is being forced to go in and remove the negative people from this area for the betterment of the Palestinian Arabs living within the region under the terror caused by radical groups. The groups that the Palestinian Authority security services should be fighting, but are not even trying to. In a previous podcast, we discussed how the PA is refusing to go into Jenin to fight the radical terrorist groups, possibly because they do not want to lose their already weak grip on control of the West Bank, so they need to avoid being seen as supporting Israel, or not strongly calling out the Israeli so-called occupation. For all of the critics of Israel entering the West Bank in order to fill the void left by the Palestinian Authority in the West Bank, what would you or any other country do when there is nearly daily attacks coming from a region? Just leave it alone and hope it goes away by itself? I am not surprised by the reaction by the so-called pro-Palestinian movement, which I refer to as an anti-Israel movement, for this exact reason. Why are pro-Palestinian activists silent on the fact that many people who live in the West Bank are being held captive and being used as human shields by terrorist groups? Where are those people who support Palestinian Arabs speaking out against using refugee camps as staging grounds for building and shooting off rockets from the West Bank into Israel and using apartments to create improvised explosive devices to place on the streets for Israeli troops with no regard for civilian populations? I feel like I've heard this before. Right. It sounds like Gaza. Because these are the same groups who have been doing this for years in Gaza. Should Israel be expected to allow this region to continue to grow into a cancer and end up like Gaza, a region that once was much more free until Hamas took over in a civil war? For those people who want to speak out and say that they support the Palestinian Arab people, you really should be standing up and calling out the infiltration of terror organizations into the West Bank, these groups putting civilians at risk and allowing terror attacks to bring on Israeli retaliation and or security missions in order to put an end to the terror. Obviously, the Palestinian Authority leader, Mahmoud Abbas, had to come out and speak against Israel's missions into its own backyard, because it had to be seen as standing up to Israel, even though the PA benefits greatly from the removal of Hamas and PIJ terrorists from their region, a region that they have fully taken over. Wouldn't it be nice if the Palestinian Authority and the Palestinian Arab supporters could tell the truth and call out the terrorists in the West Bank, those terrorists who are harming their own people, using the refugee camp as a mini Gaza Strip, and putting their own people in as human shields. Imagine if those who claim to support the Palestinian Arab people could call out the bad guys for what they're doing to innocent people, the people they claim to support. Why does it seem that pro-Palestinian supporters only seem to support terrorists, never the innocent civilians that are being hurt? Is it possible that if they admit any fault by Palestinian Arab groups, including and especially those terrorists, that somehow they will be banned from all the anti-Israel group parties, protests, and chat rooms? In the end, the events of the past week make it very clear that the people who claim to stand up for the rights and safety of Palestinian Arab people are really allowing terrorists to use them as human shields, without any criticism. I have not heard one person stand up and call out the Palestinian Authority for their lack of action against terrorism, their lack of calling out the extremist terrorist groups who have begun stockpiling weapons and have recently attempted to shoot homemade rockets from their own territory. The Israeli government and many people have called out violence against Palestinian Arabs, and they say they will investigate these incidents of violence. They've already brought charges against an Israeli soldier who was identified as defacing a Palestinian Arab property. We at the Jewish Diaspora Report, along with many pro-Israel activists, can easily call out the reaction and actions of Israeli people taking the law into their own hands, and most of all harming innocent civilians in some type of retribution effort. This isn't a difficult thing. We can empathize with their anger and frustration, 
but we can call out their actions. Unfortunately, we cannot say the same about people who claim to support the Palestinian Arabs. Is life really better for Palestinians in Gaza under Hamas? Is this really what pro-Palestinian people want? If this is the case, continue to call out the IDF for their missions to remove terrorists from Jenin. However, if you do want a better life for Palestinian Arabs, you really should be calling out Hamas and PIJ terrorists, and even the Palestinian Authority for their fear to take on terrorists in their own region. But most of all, everybody should be calling out those who, like today, commit acts of terror against innocent civilians. We can call out our side. Maybe you should do the same. Since the recording of this episode, an unfortunate situation happened in the city of Tel Aviv, where a 20-year-old Palestinian Arab man from Hebron snuck into Israel, drove a car into a bunch of people, and got out of that car to stab as many as he could before he was shot and killed by an Israeli civilian. I'll be waiting here for the reaction from the pro-Palestinian group calling out this terrible act of violence against Israeli civilians getting a coffee at a cafe in Tel Aviv. It really shouldn't be this difficult. If you feel that Israeli people who are attacking Palestinians for no reason other than retribution is wrong, you should also think that Palestinian Arabs attacking Jews in Tel Aviv is also wrong. Maybe it's time you admit it publicly. This has been another episode of the Jewish Diaspora Report. Don't forget to check us out on social media at jdr.podcast and check out some of our other episodes on your favorite podcast source. We'll see you next time.